Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. And again, we're welcoming back our previous co-host, Vern Glenn of KPIX Channel 5. Right. How are you? All right, man. Representing CBS uh, Sports. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and I get to work, you know, I work for CBS Radio, so we're both working with the same company. Oh, that's right. I love it. Yeah, yeah a little, uh, little, little less moon vez is a signature at the bottom of the check. There you go. I, uh, I, I get to watch CBS once in a while. Does that do. count? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's we'll, right. Yeah, we'll take it. We're all part of the same family. <laughs> Especially uh, in this day when a lot of people don't even own a TV, let alone, let alone watch it. Wait, well, yeah, well, I guess they're watching everything on their tablets and smartphones and all that, right? Yep, it's the push-button world, folks. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, well, at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Today's trivia theme is baseball pitchers. Got to figure, you know, we're getting into the postseason here, which, uh, by the way, a couple days ago we saw that Yankee game. Holy smokes. Another 100-win uh, season uh, team goes down in flames. Unbelievable. Hey, yeah, uh, Cleveland... I feel badly for the folks in Cleveland. They've had so, such a long wait. I mean, think about it. There's been two generations of fans that have been born and have never known a championship. We know what that was like out here in the Bay Area. We didn't have a championship here in San Francisco with the Giants until 2010. So that was almost, uh, what, 50-plus 50, 50 years. Well, and the 49ers, finally in 1981, right? Yeah, yeah. There's another lengthy period. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, well, hey, well, well, at least you got a taste of the World Series. Yeah, they yeah, did those, get a yeah, taste of the World that. Series. Yeah. They've had a couple of tastes, though. That's, yeah, that's the frustrating kind of part. kind of frustrating too, though. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. Am I, bad, this... am I bad if I say that it's 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 good for baseball to have the Yankees in there? No, you're not bad no, to say I, that. I, or, I mean, it's, it's it's everybody's gonna have a team that they love to hate. Yeah, yeah, either love that. them or hate them. All right, you're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We're gonna be right back. This 
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. You know those energy drinks that either taste nasty or have too much sugar and you crash afterwards? Let me tell you about Go Girl. Personally, I love their original sugar-free drink. Yeah, I'm a guy, but it's one of the few drinks i found that give me energy, have no sugar, and the best part, it tastes great. Only five calories per can. Most grocery stores carry it. And oh, by the way, it's not expensive. That's Go Girl Energy Drink. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com for more information. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Advantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Advantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McAllen and our favorite previous co-host, but who's been a, uh, a guest on the show a number of times now, uh, Vern Glenn. So, uh, boys, last, uh, I've been rebooked on the show. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we need a guest, we can count on Vern. That's right. He, yeah. he, he, he the best. We, we didn't need it. We didn't need a guest. We just bring him on. Kind of a go-to. A go-to. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this time of year is very interesting because you've got the baseball playoffs, football season's in full swing, and the NBA is right around the corner. It's a lot of fun. I imagine Vernon is a busy guy. I know I am. Uh, there's so much going on. Sometimes Vernon, it's hard to keep track of it. Uh, you know, I guess. You know what, Bruce? Yeah, I I love this type of year when everything overlaps. Yeah. And even you know, even even with the well, out here in our region, you know, Santa the Sharks with hockey, hockey's all all in full swing. So you got you got, you get all you got them all bunched together, loving it. Yeah. What? You know, how do you decide uh, as a television broadcaster? It's a much different 
situation than me where I just do sports updates every half hour. You have to sort of pick and choose the stories you want to cover for that particular day. How do you decide, you know, whether they go to the 49ers camp, the Raiders camp, go cover a, you know, a Warriors game, which is coming up? I mean, you sort of, uh, you know, cherry pick your, your stories ahead of time, or how does that work? Yeah, it's a really good question, especially for the listeners out there. We are not, first and foremost, we're not ESPN slash Sports Center. We're not for, we, we, we don't have a half hour a day to fill. We have more like maybe two and a half minutes max per show. Two and a half minutes. And, and yeah. in that, you got to get, you know, you got to get the, 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 the news of the day, particularly if it happens, if, if, if it's tied to the Bay Area, and you and try and, and try and localize whatever your lead is, and then you go on and take care of, all the other local stuff from from there. We, and when I say we, us uh, us in the industry in the Bay Area, we consider the NFL as the big dog, the thing that drives the bus. This is huh. being a, a two-team NFL market. It, it, it is a football market, first and foremost. And then and then everything else just kind of falls in line. You know, the, the, the baseball playoffs, you know, what are the Dubs doing as they prep for, the beginning of the season, and and when you've got, I got to tell you, I mean, Bruce, when you got when you got two two and a half minutes total, <laughs> total yeah. in a half hour newscast, you're really severely impacted. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting two next half year. Minutes well, total uh-huh. really translates to about maybe a minute and a half, a minute forty five of of actual content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, in a couple of years, not right away, but in a couple of years, the Raiders will be gone to Vegas in all probability. It's almost a sure thing, unless the the Vegas um, stadium deal just completely falls apart, which seems highly unlikely. So that's going to change things. Uh, The Niners back in the 80s, I remember covering them when the the Raiders were gone the first time. They had a great run, and it, it really didn't hurt uh, the area. As a matter of fact, everybody got on board with the with the 49ers. They became the big team. I'm wondering if if the Niners might benefit by this move uh, of the Raiders. I think in the long run that they will. At first, when when the Raiders are gone, I mean we're we're certainly going to cover them like we normally. Would. Really? Uh, okay. The, and, and and the high rating of the. Well, sure, because you still have a lot of Bay Area fans. But will you go down to Las Vegas and actually cover practices? Do uh, you think, Vernon? Yeah, we're losing you a little bit there, my well, friend. Yeah, losing Vernon just a yeah. little bit. I was just, I was just wondering if they, you know, I remember when the Raiders first left the Bay Area and went to Los Angeles. The, the first, whoops, I think we're, we're going to call you back, Vernon. Yeah, I think we lost Vernon. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with uh, cell phones in this day and age. <laughs> Nobody has a landline anymore. I, uh, I was going to say when the Raiders first left the Bay Area uh, in 1982 and moved to LA, they actually didn't move to LA the first year. They practiced in their facility in Alameda. And their administrative facilities were still there, and they on Sundays they would get on a plane and go to L.A. So every game was a road game. It was the weirdest thing in the world. And then the oh. next year, because the facilities weren't ready to move into, they didn't have a suitable facility. So they were kind of the Los Angeles Raiders, uh, you know, of the lost ark. I guess you could say they weren't. They weren't playing. They were playing in Los Angeles. And there is any time, but uh, they we'll were not. Oh, who's that? I don't know. Doesn't, sound, doesn't sound like Vernon Glenn to me. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that that's a tough deal, I, and I don't think you know. I don't know if that's going to happen again. So, 
Now Vernon's calling now, me on now my Vern, cell phone. Now Vernon's calling you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. To tell him to... Well, to, he, he says I, I missed his call, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, You've got to give him a call back. <laughs> I think we... We better take a, an unscheduled commercial break here, shouldn't yeah. we? Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, text him and let him know that okay. we'll call him back uh, yeah. in five minutes okay. because we have to finish off this segment. Gotcha. Um <laughs> kind of funny that doesn't happen too often, but every once in yeah. a while, that's why you got to get him in the studio, not on the phone. Technology, I'm telling you, it does yeah. have its uh, it does have its positives and it's got its negatives. You know, it's funny. I was, uh, have you been watching the TV show Ballers? Never seen that. I've heard of it. Uh, it it's it, kind it, of enjoyable. It's uh, Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. And and they uh, the last you know few episodes I've watched have been, talked about him kind of being behind. Uh, the, the 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 Raiders going to Las Vegas really and the interesting thing is I'm thinking I don't know when they actually filmed the t- you know because you don't just film like three days before I mean you got to film um you, you know you got to film this stuff months ahead of time don't you yeah I mean obviously they they film you know television is much different than than the movies in that they film usually you know five or six episodes uh within a period of i don't know you know a week week and a half it's everything that's a good point so that's even further behind then Mm -hmm. because they had to you know (laughs) it's it's just kind of interesting uh uh for those uh who don't know we've been texting Vern, and he's going to be uh coming back on in about five minutes we're going to uh (laughs) in a couple of minutes we're going to cut to a break we always have that's the problem with having these hard breaks yeah is the station says you got to cut out at nine forty-five exactly. Yeah, well, I know that feeling. I I work in in news talk radio, and and we have exactly. T- you can go a couple seconds over yeah. or a couple seconds yeah. under, but if you go more than ten seconds over no. or more than ten seconds under, they don't like it. No, they're gonna have to just cut it off. Makes well, it seem like uh, they've got you know, their format. Doing. You know, the twenty-four hour news cycle is very hard and fast. Unless there's a a quick uh, you know breaking story with like the fires that we've had oh, yeah. uh, here in the Bay Area in Northern California. Uh, things don't change that much. Yeah. So Vern works only about two minutes a day. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say, you know, it's interesting. You, you should mention, you know, two minutes, two and a half minutes for every half hour. And they do, I think, a total of an uh, hour and a half of news. So he gets about, he gets a total of about seven minutes overall. But it's just broken up in, in increments. I wish I could get paid for seven minutes worth, worth <laughs> of work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, well, you know, it's tough, though. When your whole day comes down and your performance comes down to seven minutes of work, you know, I, I know I worked in TV for four years, and I remember <laughs> your whole sports cast could go down the toilet if somebody screwed up and, and hit the wrong button on the film chain. And, and, you know, your shot, in those days we shot film, and the film didn't come up. I remember one time I had three film stories and none of them came up and I had no backup and I just looked at the camera I said, well, folks, I am without any kind of information here because our technician screwed up. <laughs> well, and, there you see it, but yeah. at least it's entertaining. Oh, I guess. You just say it. Yeah, my, my, my technician, my director was not happy with, you know, embarrassing him, which I shouldn't have done that. You well, know, but there's a way to do it. Frustrating. Where it's kind of, you know, you sort of tease. I mean, that happens. Yeah, you you see the, the sportscasters and the film behind it yeah. is going on and they go, well, we don't have the film, but let me tell you what happened. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Easier uh, said than out. done, though. Yeah, but it's funny because uh, when we get Vern back on, I, 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 I got to let everyone know he works very, very hard. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. He, there is a lot of preparation yeah. just for that two minutes. Well, it's like you know, uh, my friend Paul Kingsman, who won a bronze medal in the uh, '88 Olympics, and it's for you know a, a two-minute race. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, you think a big deal, two minutes. Think yeah, about horse racing. Training. They talk yeah. about the Kentucky Derby being the most exciting two minutes in sports. I mean, it's the same thing. You prepare for one race. Yeah. 
Pretty exactly. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Of course, in the Kentucky Derby, well, Kentucky Derby is one race, but you do other races with the right. horse. Right. Or think of, uh, th- think of sprinters, you know, like, you know, Justin yeah. Gatlin or Usain, Usain Bolt, Bolt, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're running, uh, you know, <laughs> a 10-second race. Crazy. That's, yeah, That's exactly. Crazy. All right. We're going to cut to our first commercial break here. We're talking baseball pitchers. Which pitcher set a record for winning 24 consecutive games? Mm, that's a good one. 24 consecutive games. Okay. I think you've heard of this pitcher. No, I'm sure I have. I, I can't think of the guy right off the top of my head, though. Really? No, I can't. I okay, can take well, a guess. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It actually overlapped two seasons. That makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be kind of uh, hard to win 24 consecutive games. Had to be on a good team. Um. I think he probably was on a good team yeah. that year, the, that year, the, the two years. Yeah, had so to be to a good team. I'd have to actually go back and, okay. and kind of look because it wasn't Is it like, long a longer time ago. A while ago. Okay, like back in the sixties. A little before fifties. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. a little 40s, before forties. <laughs> if I give you all this, you'll know okay. what it is. All right, all right. That's our trivia questions. Uh, email Edward at SportsEcon101.com. The answer to that question. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Vern's going to join us. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home. But they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Not only the audience, but we're welcoming back Vern Glenn because we dropped his call accidentally. Uh, I'm Edward Brown, your host along. Uh, and, of course, we have Bruce McGowan. Yes. Uh, okay. I don't hear Vern, by the way. Do you hear him? Yeah, I hear him. Okay. You there, You there, Vern? Oh, okay. Well, you know what? It, it's funny. We're, we hear it, it, at least the it's registering. The speak, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. We I, hear for some reason uh, you're not coming through our headsets, but yeah. you are coming through on the. Uh, okay. Uh, the audience can hear you, and that's, that's the important good. thing. Yeah. Okay. Here was our first. Then, then we're good. Okay. We good. are fine. All right. So uh, here was our first trivia question: Which pitcher set a record for winning 24 consecutive games? I'm going to guess, you mentioned it was a long time ago. I'm going to guess somebody like Lefty Grove. A little. Oh, from, the, oh, from that era. A, yeah. li- a little bit after him. 40s? 1940s uh, or no, 50s? in the 30s. In the 30s? Yeah. Oh, Come wow. on. Come on. Who was a great pitcher in the uh, 1930s? Well, you know, you know, Left-hander. I was going to say Lefty, Lefty Grove, but it wasn't Lefty Grove. Um, he had a wicked screwball. Oh, Carl Hubble. Carl Hubble. There you go. That's right. Yeah. Whose arm was literally bent backwards almost because of that screwball. Do you know that? He walked around with his arm bent at a weird angle. He was an interesting wow. story about Carl Hubble. He was the Giants' farm director throughout their great years of the 1960s. He was principally responsible for a lot of the great players they brought in in the 60s, like Cepeda. And right now, some, some, millennium that, that's, some millennial that's listening is like, they play baseball in the thirties. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, that's true. Who? Carl, yeah, no, he was the farm director. I don't. I don't I'm not saying he signed all these guys or that he was responsible for everything, but he oversaw the operation. So he, he knew baseball. He knew his talent. It's an interesting guy. And just thinking for some reason, because I think of you know the, the New York Giants, and right. I'm reminded why Tittle just passed. Yeah, that was sad. Uh, I don't know if sad. Yeah, well, he was 90 years old, a good life. Vernon, did you ever interview Y.A. Tittle uh, before? I he... sure did. Yeah. And, and, and he's another one of those self-deprecating, like, oh, why do you guys want to talk to me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm old. Uh, he, he, he would put it that way. Lived for years in Bodega Bay. I didn't know he lived out of Bodega Bay. It's huh. interesting. You know, he was working. He had an insurance company, and he oh, ran yeah, it right. up until probably he was about 80, 83. I remember going to his office on a project to, to do this interview with him. We talked for like an hour and a half, and it was wonderful. All the stories he told growing up in yeah, Texas. For his, for his golden years, he moved on to uh, Bodega Bay. Is that where, right? Where he lived there. Because, uh, George Seifert, the former coach of the 49ers, used to run into him all the time. Oh, yeah. Seifert, was, Seifert would sail yeah. there. How, how, I don't understand how anyone can live in Bodega Bay. Not only the movie The Birds, but... Um, <laughs> oh, it's a nice place, actually. It's, 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 the, it's, the Foghorns. Oh, you well, can't. I mean, I've stayed in hotels there, yeah. and you can't get any sleep because I, I, well, the horns are going I stayed there and the never time. had a problem. But uh, back to back to why I titled the first <laughs> NFL game I ever saw. Uh, he was the quarterback uh, for the 49ers against a young Bart Starr and a rookie coach oh, yeah. by the name of Vince Lombardi. And this is 1959. I was in Little League, seven years old. 
But he was a great, you know, it's sad that the Niners traded him in probably the worst deal yeah. they ever made uh, because a young John Brody, who turned out to be a pretty good quarterback, was coming up in the ranks. And it turned out to be the best thing for Y.A. because he got to play in New York, got a lot more notoriety, went to three NFL championships, never won a title. But 90 years old, that's a good life. You know, you live 90 years, you, you're doing okay. So uh, Yeah, but if, if, if I can be vibrant at, at like 90 and just, bam, go to sleep, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I got my old dog who's 20 years old today. He was having a tough time getting up, and I'm thinking, well, he's like a 100-year-old man, so I guess he's had a good life, too. Oh. Yeah. That's good. Why is it Why is it dog years is, is so sped up? Why, why is well, it? Well, you know, they, it's, 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 it's 20 it's, and you die, right? It's interesting, Vernon, you mentioned that because I talked to a vet, and they said every, every – Everybody says dog years. One year for a human is like, or one year for a dog is like seven for a human. But it depends on the breed. Smaller dogs live longer, so it's really more like four or five years. Bigger dogs, it's more like eight or ten years. So they just say, "Is that because the impact on the heart?" Yeah, it's just the size of the animal, and uh, you know, uh, dogs that are inbred that are purebred usually don't live as long. Mutts usually live the longest. Little mutts live the longest. It's kind of like little women. Who who lasts the longest of, of, of a oh, yeah. human species? Usually little women. I, oh. I knew a little gal who was 4 foot 11. She lived to be 104. So, Interesting. Yeah, oh. yeah. I guess, yeah, the heart doesn't have to pump as much yeah. uh, blood. Also, yeah. a lot of it has to do with the, well, like, uh, you know, you think of those tortoises that live 200, oh, yeah. you know, because they're really slow. They don't yeah. get excited. Metabolism is yeah, yeah. much slower, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to live that long. That's too no, long. That's why I get those little hummingbirds. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it is interesting. All right, so guys, uh, the you know, yeah, okay. So the curse of the uh, hundred win season. What did they say that there were so many, like, so only like three out of twenty teams that have won a hundred games made it to the World Series? Isn't that amazing? Or or, or maybe or they lost. I mean, the Cleveland Indians of nineteen fifty four won a hundred and eleven games. I think they set the record, and they got swept. So. I felt badly. I don't know about how Vern felt. I mean, I'm. It's actually, I'm sure the network people are happy to have the Yankees in there because they're going to get more uh, eyeballs watching the game, the World Series, if they make it to the World Series. But for Cleveland to lose in in the uh, divisional series, that's just they're up to nothing too. Up two to nothing, and just to let that thing get away. I mean, Vern, I don't know about you, but I I, I think that's one of the biggest letdowns in sports that we've had in recent years. Well, I've 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 lived it, and so have you, Bruce. Uh, Everybody. Out of here certainly remembers the divisional series with the the, the the low market Oakland A's against the mighty New York Yankees, two thousand and one. Oh please! And the the A's won the first two games, two <laughs> yeah. zero. Yep. Went to, went to Yankee Stadium, won both those games. Yep. And then and then lost the last three and got bounced. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget. It was right after nine eleven. It was like a yep. month after nine eleven. And yep. that, I'll still remember Jeremy Giambi not sliding. Not sliding. Well, I took a oh, amazing yeah. and play Derek, to get yeah, him. Derek Jeter made that fantastic. I mean, yeah. that that play just nobody was th- nobody saw that one coming. Yeah, but that was kind of New York. Almost it was their moment. I mean, I think the the team was playing for the city, for the country. Yeah, it was kind of a galvanizing moment. It sort of that kind of blunted the the pain of losing that for the A standpoint. And then, of course, a couple years later in 03, same thing happened. They win the first two games. Against the Boston, they go to Boston, lose two in a row, and then come home. And uh, John Lackey, I think it was uh, uh, 2004, you mean? 2003, 2003 when oh, the A's oh. lost to the. To oh, the Boston. A's. I'm sorry, I think. Yeah, yeah, of- and they and they lost to the Red Sox. Yeah. So you know, and then 2004, you had you know the Yankees up three nothing, yeah. and then lose, On which to, was kind of cool. Boston, yeah, that if, was. If, cool. if you really want to dial it back, about early 90s, 
Bonds had just joined the Giants. They won over 100 games. That's right. They didn't win the division. They didn't even win the Went division. Went to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. They they won 103 well, games. They had to sweep the Dodgers the last weekend of the series in L.A. four games. They won the first three, and then they got blown out by the Dodgers, who were out of contention. And that yeah, was a That was it. Yeah. And what about Seattle? <laughs> Oh, Seattle, that's right, Seattle in 2000, two, you mentioned 2001, they yeah. got beat by the Yankees also in the in the league championships, and they had that great season, so yeah, it happens, I mean, you gotta stay hot at the right time, the Indians won their 22 games, and they were playing some great baseball, but I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, they just ran, you, you, you run into a short a period <laughs> of, of some, ba- yeah, some bad breaks, and it, it in the divisional series, you can lose quickly, you're out in a, in a hurry. Well, he also had uh, Lindor didn't bat very well no, he didn't he, he'd had such Perez. a great year uh, yeah. you know and they, and they lost Encarnacion to an ankle injury that had to yeah. hurt two games in New York so. I often wonder how the old timers feel when they when they look at today's game and you know they, if, if, if a pitcher can go five innings and he, he comes right out and then you got you know the setup guys you get the closer yeah but, you know when the old guys are like ah plus he's yeah know, yeah they yeah going you know, I mean, how, game yeah, like yeah. how how well would they have done if they if they only had to pitch five innings? Well, the whole yeah. thing of specialization started in the eighties. You know, I mean, there were guys who came in that were good uh, closers, but in the old days, you know, you'd pitch eight games and maybe or eight innings, and maybe you hand the ball off to your closer. But that really started with the middle relief specialists in the nineteen eighties, and then it picked up steam, and, and it made sense because the the league. Both leagues uh, had expanded, and there were fewer players available, and pitching was at a premium, so you didn't want to burn your guys out. Well, when did they um, – like, how long have they had a 25-man roster? That's a good question. I, I believe since – God, it's I believe since going back to the f- 50s. So then you before. wonder, okay, so if they didn't have a bunch – I mean, what did they have? A bunch of infielders? You know, it's like, what are, what are the what – Well, the they've always had – um, every team's always had at least an eight-man staff going back to the 30s, I think. But, for, for uh, pitching, you know, sure. it makes I, – I don't know about you, Vernon. I don't know how you feel, Edward, but I, I'd like to see baseball expand to 28-man roster. And just it would just make it easier. Uh, you know, you wouldn't wear your bench out. I, you, you want the players to be at maximum um, capability late in the season, and when they're not, when they're worn out and, and burnt out, you know, it just doesn't do the game any good. What do you guys think yeah, about well, that? I think, they, I, I think it would take a key rash of injuries at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. When they're really the kind of in the off season, take a look and they go, "Look, man, we gotta, you know, we gotta protect these arms." Yeah. So I, I, I think it's gonna, I think it's going, it will go to that. But it's just a matter of when and not if. Not yeah. they and it wouldn't be the bench. Well, I was going to yeah. say if th- the three guys you have would be bench players, you're not. You wouldn't be breaking the bank, so it wouldn't no. be a, a huge commitment financially. So I don't know what the problem. Well, here's is. the other thing: they could increase the uh, 162 uh, game to 200 games, no, and we have geez. baseball all year Please, round. No, no. <laughs> no, we have too many games as it is. I'll tell you, which has I love hockey and basketball, but there are way too many playoff series. I mean, well, you think about it. You, to, yeah, if you're if you win a championship in the NBA, you play for two months. You play in four different series. It's ridiculous. Wow. Well, yeah, it kind of seems to diminish it when it's a little. Well, and too they much. stretch it out. You know, they have like two games a week. It's yeah. ridiculous. I do Come like on. the way baseball does. You know, one game wild card. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's kind of that, cool. You shouldn't have if you're a wild card team. You shouldn't uh, be allowed to be in a situation. Yeah, those are fun to watch. Yeah, even yeah. even the way it's managed is different. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No question. Yeah. Hey guys. Okay. Second uh, trivia question uh, is: 
How old was pitcher Satchel Paige in his rookie season? Mm. That's our trivia question. And by the way, uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate at conservative values. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. you got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. I will. All right. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. It's going to be right back. You know those energy drinks that either taste nasty or have too much sugar and you crash afterwards? Let me tell you about Go Girl. Personally, I love their original sugar-free drink. Yeah, I'm a guy, but it's one of the few drinks i found that give me energy, have no sugar, and the best part, it tastes great. Only 5 calories per can. Most grocery stores carry it. And oh, by the way, it's not expensive. That's Go Girl Energy Drink. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. This is Hal's Yard as Halloween approaches. And summer's harsh heat has turned his lawn into a virtual cemetery. But Hal knows fall is the best time to feed his lawn and repair those scary thin brown patches. So he reaches for Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food. It feeds and replenishes nutrients. Roots grow deeper and stronger. So next spring, Hal's grass grows thicker and greener. Guaranteed. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up a bag of Scott's Winter Guard today. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our favorite Vern Glenn. There's a lot of Fern Glens out there, but there's only one favorite one. Are there a lot? I've only heard of one Fern Glen. (laughs) If you Google Fern Glen, it's strange. I mean, there's there's a smattering of them kind of across the country. Is that right? Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Here was our second trivia question. How old was Satchel Paige in his rookie season? I'm going to guess he was. I'm going to guess 42. Yeah, I was gonna that's guess, correct. I was going to say 42. 42. Very good. You got Very it good. first. I mean, Vernon got it first. But I was he was. 
you know, he was kept out of baseball because of uh, segregation, yeah. and I believe he pitched with Cleveland, and yep. I think uh-huh. he was a part of the 48 team that went to the World Series and won it. Yes, he was. So he got a World Series ring. I'm not sure if was that his first year. It must have been 1948 because 47 was Jackie Robinson's first year, and there were no yes, other players, right. I, I believe, that played in baseball that were well, wait, wait, well, didn't, didn't Larry, yeah. Wasn't Larry Doby? Larry Doby, that's second, right. Yeah. He was the second one. He but was second but one. Cleveland was Cleveland. very aggressive. Wasn't he, wasn't he with Cleveland? Yeah, he was. yeah, they had an owner by the name of Bill Veck who was a real showman, and Bill Veck was one of the first owners who actually went out and, and tried to bring in as many African-American players as he could. He brought in Larry Doby. He brought in Satchel Page, and there were a couple other guys as then well. Then he also did the old Eddie Goodell. Eddie Goodell, the little midget, yeah. 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 yeah, that lasted <laughs> all of one at bat. One at bat, yeah. 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 Well, who was the guy who had one arm? It was Pete Gray. Yeah, and he actually hit a couple home runs. He, he did. He was well. That was during the war when they were really desperate. Those were some some rough seasons because like half the players were yeah, in the gone. service. Wow. So, um, oh man, we've had you know for our listeners, we've had here in the Bay Area an absolute disaster just north of the San Francisco Bay Area. As a lot of people may know, the wine country was just singed by these. By the series of fires, and it was just bizarre. They all blew up at once with a bunch of wind and sparks, and you know, Santa Rosa got burned, and a high, local high school got burned to the ground. And Vernon, I don't know about you, and, and Edward here, uh, this has been a weird last couple of months between the hurricanes in the south and in the Puerto Vegas Rico, shooting, the Vegas shooting, and Mexico now this, having the, an earthquake. Mexico right? having an earthquake. I mean, it's some yeah. crazy yeah, times. Just, 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 God, every week it's just a, it's just this disaster. Yeah, and 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 just that that that. Not, not all of Napa, I would say maybe half of Napa, um, Glen Ellen, Santa Rosa, Mendocino, uh, Sonoma, just it, 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 a lot of it just looks like, you know, one of those old-timey World War II posts, like like bombings with Berlin and uh, Hiroshima, yeah. just, Hiroshima, it, 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 just, it, just, it just, it's just awful. I mean, over 25,000 evacuated out, all these centers everywhere, and just, and then the air quality is just—it's just abysmal. Yeah. But uh, but I, I I had a question. I just wondered, you know, because we we you know, we're Americans, we're survivors. I mean, we we will recover from this. But 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 as as folks return to their homes and they you know claim their insurance policy, all that. I, I was just wondering how that works. I mean, what how how quickly do, do these homeowners you know get a check to rebuild? I mean, they can't replace. Yeah. You know, photographs and you mm-hmm. know, really, you know, family, you know, heirlooms, stuff like that. Sure. But I mean, as far as rebuilding the house, the structure, I gotta imagine it, 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 it'll be better than it was before. And um, well, in some cases, it depends. I guess it depends on the policy. Um, obviously, the insurance companies are in, are going to be inundated, so I don't know how quickly they can get out checks, you know, and and uh, whether the policy covers for you know temporary living housing, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but then also, you know, once they get a check uh, for the, either the fair market value of the house or the cost to rebuild, I mean, some people may decide not to rebuild, just mm. take the check and move out of California move or out move of California, to some other move place. Somewhere else, yeah. Some people, because of... You, just, you may just take the check and just and sell the lot? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, which they, they would be, they, sh- <laughs> they should be able to allow to do that because you don't yeah. insure land, you just insure the building. I remember in Oakland when they yeah, had the, the horrible hills. fire in 91, yeah. there were a lot of people that, that did leave, but there were a lot more that stayed and yeah. rebuilt on their own property. And you look at Oakland today and you see a lot of these new homes up yeah. in the hills and they look kind of strange in a way because they just sort of don't mix in with the rest of the, yeah. <laughs> of the Oakland hills. But they, I, I don't know if they got the full value of that either. I just don't know. Probably. Um, and the thing is, you know, Oakland Hills, uh, though that was the, you know, very hilly area. 
And in Santa Rosa, I mean, it's relatively flat. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be easy to build. If, you know, obviously, you got to get rid of all the debris and, you know, I don't know what other infrastructure they have to do. I guess it's uh, just it was a firestorm, though, where this wind just knocked over power lines. And they haven't really isolated or figured out exactly what caused the fires. But apparently, um, some people speculate that the down pi- uh, power lines created sparks, which ignited in the dry brush and dry grass nearby. Because 17 of these fires went off almost simultaneously, so it seems highly unlikely that they were set by an arsonist. There was no lightning at the time, so this means... Yeah, but does that mean all the poles fell at the same time? Yeah, well, they all, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, uh, the winds were howling. They were see, blowing uh, 70 and, miles an hour. Okay, and, and out here in California, or the northern California, we have, it's called PG&E. Right. And I, I can just imagine what's going to happen. They're going to get lawsuits up oh, the, up the yin yang, yeah, right? Yeah. And so you're going to get sued. They're going to get sued for hundreds of billions of dollars. Well, think about but, how. But, but, but the, yeah. here's the rest of it, though. The, then PG&E, I mean, they care, but they don't care because then they get to go back to the PUC, Public mm-hmm. Utilities Commission, and go, okay, we're, we're, we lost you know billions of dollars. Now everyone's rates have to go up. Yeah, because they're a yeah. nonprofit, right? So, well, you look at some of these power lines. I mean, you wonder how they could stand, and obviously they did stand in the wind because. There, there's got to be a better way to. I mean, I'm, I'm we're getting off on a tangent, and that's here. why they've been doing yeah. underground. They've been talking about it for a long yeah. time, but just I know it's very it's expensive, expensive, and yeah. and of course, if you have an earthquake, that's a problem too. So True. you're damned if you do, and damned if you don't, I guess. But anyway, how do we get off on that topic on sports econ? Well, I mean, it, 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 it's, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a dominant topic. Yeah, it is, and and in, in, in our country, I mean, yeah. it just it just you know, it, I, we we haven't. I mean, since the Oakland Hills fire, I mean, we. We haven't seen a, a, a natural disaster like this in the Bay Area. That's no, we true. haven't. Hey, I want to switch topics real quickly because I know we don't have a lot of time. i got to ask you, you know, we're on uh, timely topics, what your guys' read is on this whole national anthem thing because it seems like that issue was, I wasn't going to say die down, nope. but it seems like the president has politicized it to the point that players are now more adamant than ever about yeah, you but know. what about Jerry Jones? What, he suddenly well, yeah, Jerry Jones is a what whole happened? different. You never know what to think of him. I don't know. What do you? What's your read on this whole thing? That's going to be that's going to be an interesting thing. If uh, we're, we're going to see how hard line Jerry Jones is, if in fact he truly believes that you know any player that does not stand for the national anthem doesn't play. I mean, what what if? I'm, not that they would, but I mean, what if what if it was Dak Prescott? Ezekiel Elliott, and you get all the scabs. Right, I mean, these, these are like his best players. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I just, I don't, I don't, any of, none of those three that, that that I mentioned would ever do it because they, they, they love Jerry Jones, almost father figure like, but um, but it's, it's, yeah. Well, it's crazy. I mean, I don't want to. My concern, my, my concern, my concern is that. But the real issue, the real elephant in the room, is racism in America. Yeah, and, that, and that's and that's that's the that's the core of all of this. And what the players were doing is they were they were sitting during the national anthem because they wanted to make a statement on the grandest stage there is these NFL games and doing it in a peaceful and, and manner. People, and people immediately were like. Oh, we're just they're disrespecting the flag and the military and and, and the players are like no no that's not what we're doing but but by then I mean it it it, it, had, it had taken on a life of its own and people just wanted to believe that what they were what they wanted to believe yeah and then a lot of these players have family and and relatives friends who are who are in the military who do serve oh yeah and that and and that just was not their message at all it was just the 
the racial injustice in America, and now it's you know, and now, now it's just completely, completely out of control. Well, I've talked to but several. That that, that yeah. is the issue. It is on the part of the players. I was going to say, Vernon. I talked to several players about this, and they have told me to a man that each one of them has either had bad experiences with the police or had friends that have had bad experiences with the police. And again, I don't want to get into a whole you know, race issue about this, but it is a fact that if you are black in this country, uh, you are more likely to get stopped by the police. You are more likely to get profiled, and it's just a fact. And I think that's what they're trying to raise is the awareness. And unfortunately, because they're dealing with the flag and the national anthem, that immediately is a hot-button issue for a lot of other people. And President Trump isn't helping the issue any by, by exacerbating it and, and, and picking at this wound. So I don't see any I, I, I just don't see an upside for the NFL, though, because there, it's not like the guys who are protesting are suddenly going to gain more fans. Right. But there are people who are saying, you know what, screw it, I'm not going to watch. Well, if if that's if you're not going to watch a game just because you don't like what a guy is standing for, then what does that say about you as a person? I I, I don't think it says yeah. a whole lot. And, and and more importantly, I don't think the players really care. Uh, it's it's a it's too big an issue for them to ignore. Uh, some of them have taken the stance that we're not going to get involved, but others, you know, the 49ers, for instance, their owner has said, hey, you do whatever you want to do. I'm here to support you. It's it's unfortunate it's come to this. I don't know if this – I don't see this thing just dying and going away, though. That's for sure. No, I don't think it's going away at all. I mean, and, and, and here's the thing. I mean, the the the, the ownership, if, you, if you just look, look at the complexion of the ownership, it's white. You look at their yeah. players, the gladiators – Seventy percent black, and 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 you and and they're all tied into an industry that's nine ten billion dollars a year. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it's, I mean that's, I mean I, I hate to pick the scab, but the, but but there it is, exposed right there. I mean, Therein lies a problem. Yeah, no yep. question. Well, and a lot of these making, owners, at least the gladiators are making a lot of money. They're not well, like yeah. slaves, but no, uh, they're but making still, good money. Uh, I mean, but yeah. they're imperiling their own futures. But they're, they're doing it because they have a conscience and they feel. I would like to see actually these guys doing something maybe more proactive in the community. Yeah. Yeah, right. I don't know yeah. what you could yeah. do rather um, than just making a symbolic gesture. I think the symbolic gesture is probably something they feel they need to do, but uh, it'd be nice to see them try to reach it. out to the police and try to bridge gaps or something. Well, but, something. Because I, mean, I, I think right. most of the police are decent people, but unfortunately there's some bad apples out yeah. there that need to be weeded out. And with social media and with the preponderance of, of guns now that are available, the cops are on edge because they don't yeah. know if they're going to be outgunned. And I think there's a lot more violence that seems to be out there because we see it more often on on YouTube and all of these, uh, you know, social media. Well, and here's the other elephant in the room is, you know, there's a lot of pensions out there that got to get paid. And, you know, people talk about quotas and, oh, no, they don't have quotas. Well, they, they do have quotas. Yeah. Now, the thing is, the average person does, you know, do about a thousand infractions before getting caught once. But, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't disrespect the police, but I do get a little bit on edge when I see a police car. Just thinking, okay, what are you going to pull me over for? Like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> it know? is funny how, you know, you drive, even if you're not guilty of anything, you always see a police car when you're driving, you go, oh, make sure I'm in the speed limit, am I yeah. in my lane or whatever, yeah. Yeah, because they can just pick you out any time. And the thing yeah. is, even if you're not speeding, what's to stop them from yeah. pulling you over and just saying, 
You're speeding. At the same time, though, I think these guys have a tough job, and I realize that, unfortunately, most of them do a good job, and most of them are good guys. It's just a few of them that are the bad apples, and I think that you know that's true of any industry, but we need to you know bring attention to that. So, anyway. I, I do appreciate, the, like you said, the ownership of uh, the 49ers where he says, listen, you, you guys do what you want to do because he's the employer. That's right. And he sort of you know theoretically can make the rules, yeah. and he's basically allowing them to express themselves. You're talking about Jed York. Jerry Jones is a different story. You know, he gets down and kneels with the players, and then, <laughs> then two weeks later he's saying, I'm going to fire you guys if you don't, you know. And yeah, he, you you thought this, one way or the other. Well, you'd think this guy would understand that it's not about disrespecting the flag or disrespecting the anthem, and yet two weeks later, you know, he gets back into the political uh, argument. I don't understand. It, it would have been better for him to just stay on one side of the yeah, equation. Yeah, he bounces back and forth. You know, I think he's trying to please everybody, and yeah, he's pleasing nobody. nobody. That's the typical yeah. thing. Okay, hey guys, we're going to cut to our last commercial break here. Last trivia question: What twentieth twentieth century pitcher was the first to strike out eighteen batters in a game? Mm. All right, good. That's question. our question. Right. Well, uh, email Edward at sportsecon101.com The answer to that question. Last trivia question here about baseball pitchers. What 20th century pitcher was the first to strike out 18 batters in a game? It's funny. I wonder if there was a 19th century pitcher who struck out 18 Mm. batters. I don't know. I'm sure there was. (laughs) Hmm. But that's our question about 20th century. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sport Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. Last trivia question was, what 20th century pitcher was the first to strike out 18 batters in a game? I'm going to let Vernon give that a try. I have an idea. But... I mean, I'll, I'll take a step. I know I'm wrong, but I'll just I'll, I'll guess Roger Clement. I'm going to say Kerry Wood. I remember Kerry Wood. No, it was before that. Oh, it was back in the 80s? No, before that. 70s? Before. 60s? Before. 50s? Before. 40s? Before. 30s? Yes. Oh. The 30s. Very good. You got it, Bruce. All right, 30s. Well, we had uh, Carl Hubble before, no, but it's uh, not Carl not, Hubble. Not Carl Hubble. Lefty just, Grove, we've mentioned no, just, it before. No, no. No. Right after Carl Hubble. Fact, was he a giant? The year was 1938. Wow. He was a Cleveland, a Cleveland Indian. Come on. Oh, jeez. I should know Bob this. Feller. Bob Feller. Bob Feller. Bob Feller. Bob Feller. Yeah, who was yeah. just a kid when he did it, too. That's I think right. he was 19 years old or something. Struck me out once. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you, speaking of, we were talking politics he earlier. I, he, did he really? You, you actually yeah, went yeah, up and he, batted against him? Yeah. He, uh, he, he came out and he pitched. It was like a, it was like a, like an exhibition thing at the, uh, down in San Jose before a uh, San Jose Giants game. Wow. And I grabbed a bat, faced him, and uh, he still had his stuff. Man, I couldn't hit him. That was wow. what, about 15 years ago? No, this was, uh, boy, 92, 3, yeah, something like that. Yeah, 25 years. Probably you should have pulled an Eddie Goodell and just stood there for a walk. One thing about Bob Feller, never talk politics with him. Oh, my God. No? He was real feisty. Okay. All right, guys, we got to cut out. Vern, thanks again for joining us on Sports Econ 101. Good talking to you, you Vern. It, fellas. All right. Hey, man. Vern's going to be covering the 49ers today. That's right. In the, in the smoke. In the smoke. That's Ugh. right. Okay, Ugh. here's our thoughts for the day. Mm-hmm. Ability is what you're capable of doing. Motivation determines what you do, and attitude determines how well you do it. I like that. Coach Lou Holt said that. Yeah. And losers quit when they're tired. Winners quit when they've won, said Unk Known. Unknown. Okay. <laughs> Tune in next. Who I don't is know who unknown. <laughs> who is that guy? Who is Uncle Known? Yeah, who is Uncle <laughs> okay. Known? Tune in yeah. next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be. Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to ask also some sports trivia questions. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what the topic's going to be. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long. <laughs> 